0: this is Joe Blair. Uh, Welcome to the Epic Human Podcast. Uh, For those who don't know, the Epic Human Podcast is where we feature risk takers, high performers, interesting people from all walks of life. Um, And we are kicking off season two at this moment. I want to thank everybody for tuning in for season two. We have been on a little bit of a hiatus, as you may have noticed. Um, uh, for the last three or four months, we've not been putting out new shows of the Epic Human podcast. And I promise you there's a good reason for this. Uh, this good reason is in the form of a beautiful baby boy, which uh, my wife gave birth to uh, a few months ago. And so that's taken up a lot of my time and energy, but, uh, but we're now starting to get into more of a groove, uh, with our three little boys. So it's, uh, it's lots of fun. I uh, just want to start off by looking back uh, on season one, the very first season of the Epic Human Podcast. Uh, as you may know, I had pretty humble goals for this podcast. I was hoping to do four uh, for the year. I was hoping to get a couple, a few dozen listeners, basically my family and friends. Uh, and at the end of the year, we, we did 15 episodes and we're now in the thousands of listeners. Uh, the show has reached... Uh, folks as far as Sweden, Canada, the UK, Spain, France, Nepal, Israel, uh, and there have even been a few people who have reached out, uh, unsolicited, uh, people I don't know, saying how much they love the podcast. Uh, so folks like Tiffany Lorraine and Setu Garg and Eli Scheinman uh folks like that, uh, who reached out with positive feedback, but also with constructive criticism, uh, which I do appreciate. And I'm integrating some of that feedback into, uh, the new season. So what started off as an experiment, uh, is becoming a important part of, uh, of my life and, and something I'm really passionate about. So I'm going to continue bringing you amazing people, uh, that hopefully are inspiring you and, uh, and, and intriguing and fascinating to you, uh, like they are for me. Speaking of, of moving forward, uh, there are some changes that you can expect for season two. Uh, for example, we're updating the logo, uh, working with a fantastic designer named Kenneth Lynn, uh at Buy3PM, and you can check him out if, if you're interested at www.buy3pm.com. Uh, we're upgrading our equipment, I hope you can tell, uh, Got a new setup in terms of microphone and <clears throat> some additional equipment, uh, and I appreciate my cousin Garrett Beasley, uh, who is an <clears throat> audio and visual genius, uh, does a lot of work with MIT, uh, for being my unofficial advisor, and uh, and uh, so appreciate him helping out, and hopefully you'll sense that the the sound quality is much better this year. Uh, <clears throat> One other change I'm trying to make is with my intros, in terms of making the intros just much more smooth and natural. Uh, previously, I'd been writing them out and then effectively reading them, and it felt weird, and the feedback I received has is, is also sounded weird, so I'm just going to try to be more natural, more off-the-cuff, uh, and in general, would like to keep the, the podcast as natural and conversational as possible. possible. Um And as you know uh, I love investigating the backgrounds of some of my guests Um, but one way I'm gonna change it up this season is rather than do that upfront I'm going to uh, do that more towards the middle of the podcast so that we can up front we can talk about get right to who is this person what are they working on uh, why are they on the show and then we can kind of zoom out a little later and figure out, okay, and now how did you get to this point? What were some of the important experiences and influences in your life that helped you uh, get to this point? And then the last part, it will be similar to how it's been in the past, which is, okay, what advice do you have for folks? What are the areas of your personal philosophy that helped you get this far, et cetera? Uh, And I'm excited that we have an amazing lineup of guests already uh, queued up for season two, uh, and we have a few other surprises in store for uh, for Epic Human listeners that I am not announcing yet, but um, stay tuned for that. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention is I haven't really covered this before, but uh, now I, I wanted to share the catalyst for the Epic Human podcast. It's a bit of a personal story. Um, and I, I, just wrote a, a piece about it. Uh, so you can find that on medium and, and LinkedIn and, uh, and, and also on, on our Twitter handle at Epic human pod, but, <clears throat> and I'm not going to read it to you, but I, I'm going to give you a flavor. So the inspiration was my grandmother, Eileen Blair. She's a woman who had a ch- very challenging upbringing. She grew up, uh, in Jamaica, uh, in, uh, Extreme poverty. She had six uh, sibling, older siblings, uh, and she lived in a one room house with her single mother, uh, who didn't spent all her time taking care of the children. Occasionally, would take on some sewing jobs to make ends meet. Um, And she she had a father, but the father was uh, a, a drunk, so he would. Uh, spend whatever money he made on rum and just kind of hanging out with his friends, uh, and so he would spend all the money before he got home, and and never have any money to give to his her mother to uh, buy food for the kids. So uh, they did a lot of uh, begging and and borrowing from neighbors, um, and they it was a tough life, and not to mention. When uh, Eileen was eight years old, her mother died of cancer. Uh, So she was left with her oldest brother uh, to take care of her. Uh, And uh, it was a rough life. I mean, she often didn't have shoes. She had to wear clothes that were thrown out, uh, like basically found in the garbage uh, from that neighbors had discarded. Uh, But... Somehow, she she met my grandfather, who was also uh, from Jamaica, and they were able to immigrate to uh, New York City, to, to the Bronx specifically, and uh, that's where they they built a life. I mean, this is a typical uh, story of an American dream, where they, they came to a new country, they got very low-level jobs. They worked their way up. They got some education. They built a business. They built a family. They eventually bought their own house, uh, a, a house in the Bronx, which is the, the house that I actually grew up, the first part of my childhood in. So amazing story, amazing woman, uh, all, all sorts of trials uh, and challenges throughout her life. So fast forward to uh, eight years ago, I'm visiting my grandmother with, with my wife, Tava. because she had a conference, uh, and I got just this amazing opportunity to spend a, a, a few days with, with my grandmother, uh, and uh, I, I got the sense that this was, might be the last time I, I would see her. I mean, she her husband had previously died, my grandfather, and... She was always in uh, precarious health. She, she had a number of health issues and was always kind of in and out of doctors in and out of the hospital. and so so I got this feeling that maybe this is the last time I get to really talk to her. So I basically asked her to just tell me as many stories as you can remember, everything from Jamaica, everything from the Bronx, what was it like and and she she just, Went on and on telling me every every story I'd ever heard growing up and then some, and I'm a little bit of shame to admit that I recorded her without her permission. Um, it, it's not something I'm super proud of, but I but I knew that if I had asked her, she would have said no way. Uh, she was a private, humble person, uh, and she would just she would clam up. But but I also knew if I didn't record her that those stories and her voice would be lost forever. So I did it, and I recorded hours and hours of these conversations, uh, stories, lessons, her personal philosophy, and, uh, and then lo and behold, a few years later, she passed on and at the 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 funeral and in the wake um, my family and i uh and all our cousins and aunts and uncles we listened to those recordings uh and it was so uplifting and um uh, i don't know so i don't know what the right word is but it was uplifting and it was it was it was peaceful it it gave us some peace just to be able to hear her voice and and remember her uh, in that way. Uh, and and this was uh, what got me thinking about the power of the human voice. Uh, our, our voices are as distinct to us uh, as our fingerprints. And nothing brings a story or an experience to life like an impassioned storyteller and an impassioned voice. And uh, so this podcast is all about Uh, bringing folks like Eileen to the forefront. So people who are not necessarily rich, famous uh, people you've heard of, but people who have incredible stories of of triumph over adversity, of taking risks, of stepping off the preordained path, um, of following their passions. Uh, And that's what this podcast is all about. And it's all inspired by my grandmother, Eileen Blair. So now you have that context. Uh, we're super excited for for this season two. Um, I think you're going to love the guests that we have in mind. And uh, just want to say again, thanks for listening. I'm eternally humbled and grateful that uh, you're out there listening. And uh, you know, feel feel free to follow us on Epic Human Pod uh, at Epic Human Pod on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, maybe eventually we'll get Instagram and YouTube going. Uh, but, uh, or just continue to subscribe on, uh, on your podcasting app. That's totally fine too. Uh, but appreciate you listening. And if you have ideas for folks who would be good guests, feel free to reach out. Uh, the benefit of being, you know, pretty small right now is that I can pretty much respond to anyone who reaches out. Uh, that may not be true for long, but so far it's, uh, it's possible. So Uh, I appreciate you and I hope you enjoy season two of the Epic Human podcast. Thanks so much.